Good afternoon, Patriots, and today is Tuesday, June 13th in the year 2023. Just as a quick update, if you, I put it up in the Telegram room, Bart's Family Telegram room, but it's posted now on YouTube, the final event of Breaking the Pots, which Duncan filmed and put together in a nice short piece. It's about seven minutes. It's really awesome, and you get to hear a good intro of the whole discussion around the way we set that up with uh Pastor Dave Bryan. So really good piece. Check it out. I think you really like it. Before we get going here today, make sure that you are having a home defense plan. Things are getting a little weird. Patriots, right now, many Americans are feeling powerless. The economy isn't stable. Crime continues to plague our communities. And those in charge don't seem to even care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you still have a ton of practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so that you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. Again, 10% using your promo code BARDS, plus free shipping when you go to itargetpro.com. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with iTarget Pro. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Offer code is BARDS. Patriots, if uh, this isn't enough, I mean, I told you already this was coming, but now it's in headlines. The World Economic Forum has now announced that it's going to have AI write a, quote, unifying new Bible to create religions that are actually correct. What do you know that? Apparently, we don't have a correct religion with Jesus. I think that one of the most shocking things that is going to be hitting people is the understanding that the Bible is true. And then you'll start to understand, as people realize this, that not only is it true, but the people we're dealing with are purely demonic. And it's going to take everything and all that we have to stay in this fight. It's going to be a lot of people that want to jump out, and there's going to be a lot of people that, that, that don't want to go forward. We see that in, this, in the symbolism of Gideon, when he brings all these people forward, and then God asks them to challenge them if they have any issues they need to deal with, and so many flee. We hear that same dialogue happening in today's church, and in the same conversations of wanting Jesus to take us home, wanting, wanting someone else to fix it for us. The lesson in Gideon is it's the 300 that stand, that have the courage and the might and the Holy Spirit to stand and to not bow. And that's truly what this time is, in, in my opinion. We are looking at a time of a threshing and a, and a separation to really start to, the winnowing of people, of who are willing to stand and who are not. And that's going to make the difference in the end. And that's at the core of everything Bars Fest was about. So we literally have to keep that focus as we go forward and understand that it's going to take all that we can and all of our focus to continue to fight this fight and to win and working with God all the way. We know we've got that victory, but the victory is something that we have to truly make happen in this world. One thing for sure, Patriots, make sure you're taking good care of your health, and there's no better way to do that than to use the whole foods that God gave us to do so. Patriots, our greatest health is achieved when we rely on God's bounty to support our whole body health. 
Field of Greens is a whole food supplement that empowers our mind, body, and spirit as we were designed. Each specific fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens has been medically chosen to support specific health functions like your heart, your liver, your kidney health, your immune system, and your metabolism. Field of Greens is organically sourced, manufactured in the United States, and the company is headquartered in Texas. It is a supplement designed to boost the full body-mind function using whole foods. Just read the ingredient label and you will see it reads like a grocery shopping list, not a lab experiment. Field of Greens is also the only brand with a better health promise. Start using and enjoying Field of Greens and at your next doctor's visit, if your doctor doesn't say something like, wow, whatever you're doing, it's working, keep it up, return it for a full refund. If you keep your body healthy, your mind and spirit will follow. So get started today. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to get 15% off by going to fieldofgreens.com. That's fieldofgreens.com. And if you sign up for the monthly subscription, which you can suspend or cancel at any time, you will get an additional 10% off. That is a total of 25% off. Just go to fieldofgreens.com and use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. Again, that's fieldofgreens.com, promo code BARDS. Well, we are continuing to see the crazy surface. I don't know if you saw that they had a celebration of the LGBTQAI plus 16. I don't know what the heck it is. That letter string that they have, that thing that's like a garbage alphabet, 57 or different. I think it's like 500,000 different gender types now, something like that, even though they can only switch between a man and a woman. Yeah, those, those uh, gender dysphoria folks over there. Well, they had one on there who was a um, used to be a man now is a woman that couldn't resist having to pull off his top to show his new fake boobs to the world. And, of course, that was done under Biden, and they're also happy about it. And so the White House, under a little bit of pressure today, has to say that this does not represent the true community of LGBTQ. Yes, it does. Absolutely does, because they're all pedophile freaks is what they are, every one of them. And they're all dislodged in life so much that the only validation they get is to remind you of their sexuality. That's all they have. And if we do the, if we want to just go to their type of religion, which is Eastern chakra religion type stuff, I hate to tell them, but they're at the lowest level of chakras. It means you are not going to evolve past an amoeba. You're going to be reincarnated as probably donkey poo or something, which is pretty much where they sit right now anyway. But that's, that's the issue at, at the latest news and breaking news from the White House. Family-friendly event as we watch a transgender rip off its top and show you its fake boobs. So proud. So proud of America. Oh. We need some prayers, I'm telling you. All right, Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Do we need some prayers for this nation? Prayers up, let's go. Heavenly Father, we come to you today just blessed and humbled and still just totally overwhelmed and blessed by all that passed this this last week at Bards Fest. And so we thank you and just honor you in all that we do. And we're just so deeply humbled by the power of the Holy Spirit that existed there that led so many great messages to inspire, to elevate, and to remind us truly of the warrior spirit in Christ. Father, we're going to begin today with a prayer for those that are still trying to find a way out of this fight. Those that are trying to look at ways of how they can be taken away from this moment of crisis, somehow stripped away from the importance of this battle for whatever reason. So Father, what we're really praying for today is the heart of the warriors to awaken and to understand that this is a time now that truly, we are in this fight until the moment that Christ returns and that we shall never give in and never give up. 
And so we are praying for that spirit of, of righteousness to overtake people, to quit looking or waiting for a moment to take them away. As we know very well, Father, that even in our own prayers, if we are not committed fully to the prayer process of what we're doing and distracted, we're not going to be as effective. So, Father, in this time and place where we are here, as you directed us to be, brought us into this world to be, we are truly understanding that we have a purpose, not to be scattering our thoughts away to wondering when that time will come, when Jesus will return, as you have reminded us, only you know the time and the hour, but rather to stay focused in the moment in the fight, to stay mighty in this hour, and to truly be the warriors in Christ, to stand against this evil and to lead the many to victory. Father, this, as you know, is, is a time where we are being tested heavily. Every institution in which we have is being continues to turn on its head. News yesterday, Father, that a county in Wisconsin, where the capital is, has now declared itself to be a sanctuary county for children without parents' permission seeking to have transgender surgery or dealing with gender dysphoria can go get their themselves mutilated by the surgeon's hand, can do so now in a sanctuary county without any cons consent of the parents. Father, this is true evil that we're seeing out in the open. And so we, we are going to call a prayer today, Father, to rebuke that county, to, to cause massive disruption within the county, financial disaster in the county. We want to see a destabilization in that county, and we we're proclaiming this in the authorities given to us by Jesus, that that county that's trying to seek to use children as a mechanism for, for control, for generating a future generation of disrupted souls, to create an, an industry of medicine that will give them unbelievable profits. We're praying for massive disruption, weather warfare. We're praying for tornadoes, earthquakes, financial disruption, the entire thing. And that every single person, Father, that's involved in this has an encounter with the Holy Spirit that gives them the moment choice that they must make, either to humble themselves before Christ or find themselves on a one-way ticket to hell. Father, this is a time now where truly the power and the understanding of the mutilation of children and the act of putting a millstone around their neck needs to start becoming vivid and real. And so we're praying for that uprising to the, those around to realize that there is such a thing as accountability and that you shall bring the enemies of us and our children to our hand. And so, Father, we're praying for that sort of justice in that county. We're praying for that county to be an example to be able to remind the world that you shall not tread on children. You shall not threaten the future of other, other children or use that as a place to manipulate children to build your base for a future manipulation. So again, Father, we pray for absolute shaking and up, upheaval in that county. They will hold them to a place of realizing that nothing that they do on these agendas will succeed, that all of their dark agendas will absolutely fail, and that will lead to financial disaster, emotional disaster, breaking up of families, the entire issue of disrupting and dislodging the satanic control that exists within that county. Father, we are continuing to, to wage and will continue to wage spiritual warfare now in a high level. We are at a time where we are facing an enemy that has no boundaries, that has no morals, that has nothing other than in its heart to destroy the family and to destroy children. So, Father, we pray a blessing over our children today, a hedge of protection around our children of our nation that are in so need of protection. We pray for the, these children to be 
to have the power of, of the Holy Spirit settle within them, to give them the clarity of the moment to understand what they're being taunted with, what they're being tempted by, to give them discernment in such a powerful way to become a voice of kingdom, to say no, to guide others away from these temptations, and to truly stand up for what is right. Even though they're small and their voices are considered young, let them be the powerful voices of the kingdom in this hour. Father, we're praying for the raising up of this class of, of youth, and we're equally praying equally praying for this new rising gender this new rising class of Gen Z to start being awakened in the full body of Christ, not to be siding with this gender plurality, not to be confused and being left with this gender supporting gender dysphoria, but rather starting to understand the principles by coming, having an encounter with the Holy Spirit and truly an encounter with Jesus. And so with this, Father, as we pray this, we're praying that each of these youth that are part of this, what they call Gen Z, is now being begins to be awakened deep within them, questioning the, this propaganda that's coming at them, using that gift that they were given of discernment to see through this cloud and start to understand that what they're hearing is not that of the, of the truth, but that of one's designed to divide, to conquer, and to control. So, Father, we're praying today for our youth and our nation. We're praying today for this a massive amount of awakening that needs to have, not only to protect them, but to awaken their hearts to give them strength in this hour. And we close this prayer today, Father, with the prayer for men, the awakening of powerful men. Where are they? Father, we're praying today for the men to take a stand finally, to stand up, to be mighty, to be bold, to quit cowering away. We've had an amazing wave of women standing up, but we need the strength of men, Father, to to hold the line, to stand in the gap, to take a position on the wall to literally step in, to be powerful voices to protect the children, powerful voices that will rebuke this evil, powerful voices and fearless voices to step into the light, to say enough is enough, to hold our county commissions, to hold our sheriffs, to hold our city councilors, our city mayors accountable, and not just to do so with small-minded voices, but to do so in mass as men, strong men, mighty men, mighty men of Christ to come forward and put the hammer down to say enough is enough, to lead prayer groups and mighty prayer groups, to wage prayer warfare, and to hold the line to remind this evil that it will not get any another step. So, Father, our prayer for the men is to be strong, to awaken the hearts and power of the warrior Christ within them, and to take the position now in the wall in a critical time to protect, defend, and to lead as they must in their communities. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I'm telling you, we have got so many people that are lame out here wiggling around doing whatever they're doing. I want you to hear this piece. This is by two Gen Zers. It's, it's, this is disturbing. Republicans, listen, Gen Z is woke. We support diversity. We support inclusion. We support LGBTQ+, and we are socially conscious. We care about these issues. And look, Republicans think it's a home run point when they call us woke and try to demonize us. But here's the thing. We're woke and proud, and we are the voters of the future. Exactly. We're going to be one of the largest voting blocks in 2024. So I change your strategy because 2024 is coming up fast. Yeah, I, I change my strategy to more prayer warfare against these youth that are so distorted. And just start praying, truly praying hard for an encounter with Christ that will shake them to their soul and rock them out of their nonsense that they're currently believing. This, this, is, this is a bad mix here. And the problem is that those in power know this and they understand very well what they're achieving. This is why I've said many times, this fight, no matter what's happening, 
is not going to go easily. Now, of course, you heard today that President Trump's being indicted in Miami. Okay. And they've got all sorts of crazy stuff going down. There's like 60,000 Antifa in, in, in Miami Central. They've amassed all their forces. They're now warning of a cyber attack. They're going to try to blame this on conservative America. If you saw any of the footage today, it's classic Trump followers. They're out there celebrating, singing, having a good time, just being the president and praying. That's typical. But our, we're dealing with a demonic force. And this is why I keep saying that there has to be a more aggressive position put here against this evil. We are dealing with a true violent evil. And part of that is there has to be intercessor teams and there is going to have to be intense prayer warfare teams going against this evil and understanding that the true fight is at a spiritual plane first. That's from there it manifests in the physical. So when we're going to talk about or hear pieces like this, like we just heard from the woke Gen Zers, I'm going to pray against them. I'm going to pray that they have such an encounter with Christ that it shakes them to their core, that they're left in tears and humbled at his feet and that they truly don't understand and become aware that they don't understand what they've been leading, being led into. We need to pray for them because they're lost. And the, the cost of that is eternity. What we do in life echoes into eternity, and it will truly be that which will c- carry them forward. So we have an obligation to, a, to engage them with prayer, to engage them with truth, and to engage them with prayer warfare for the protection of their souls. You can't bring them to Christ. That's their choice. If we try to force somebody to Christ, now we're acting like black magic cultists. But if we're praying to have them have them have an encounter with the Holy Spirit or encounter with Jesus, they can then make the choice. But we know that if you have the encounter with Jesus or the Holy Spirit, you're transformed anyway. And if you're literally so corrupted in the soul that you choose to go the other way and walk from Christ, well, what can I say? It's going to be a long eternity getting roasted It'd be like having Conley being your, the Conley being your barbecue chef for your entire life. I love the Conley, but I don't think I could have him be my barbecue chef for my entire life. But anyway, Patriots, we had a fantastic time at Bard's Fest. It was great. I just want to say how much I appreciate everybody was there and everybody that watched online. We're continuing to get, and I'm continuing to get these pieces edited down. So I'll get them up through today and tomorrow and through the rest of the week. Uh, both the audio and the video so that you can start appreciating them or tuning into them one at a time, like hour by hour with key speakers. Really fantastic messages. I mean this. And motivational, really worth sharing around. We've been looking at the reach of this. This thing has gone everywhere. It's really fantastic. It touched a lot of people. And that just that's just got at work in such a great way. So again, for all of you that were in attendance online, Thank you. Bless you all. And, and thank you for your continued support on that. And to con- let's continue to share that around to get people to watch it. I think there's a lot of very, very important material there. So I'm going to close today with a great story. Uh, we've, we need some great stories because I really, you know, I jumped into the news when I got back because I was enjoyed being away from it for four days. And it's, it's literally like going back and saying, hey, what's for dinner? Well, uh, we're going to have steak, except that you're going to sit on the on the toilet and the toilet's been backed up for a week. Oh, does it smell bad? Yeah, it's pretty foul, but that's where we, where we have to. That, that's, what, that's what this world is like these days. So let me tell you a great story. At Bard's Fest, there was a guy by the name of Sean. And Sean and I met first out at the Covenant event put on by the Resistance Chicks. And Sean is a young man who is homeless who is, he, he lives in Portland, and he, he heard that I was going to speak, and I think I told you this story, but he literally took a train 
which took him over to Houston, and then he took a bus and, and other whatever means he could get to get up to that rock or that event at Plymouth Rock. And he came there to see me. And that was interesting. And I, so we prayed, and, and we prayed together. I listened to Sean's story. Sean is a victim of, he is a survivor of a horrific plane crash, a commercial plane crash that happened years ago where he was one of one or two survivors in a crash when he was young, two or three years old, and he witnessed everybody basically burning to death around him. It's, it's extremely traumatic, and Sean can't see. He's clinically blind. Well, Sean and I met up there, and I prayed for him, and he accepted Christ, and then we prayed for his vision, and um, he had a lot of pain in his eyes, and he couldn't, he clinically, like I said, is blind. So the next day I see Sean, and I was shocked because his eyes were very gray. And when I saw him the next day, his eyes were beautiful crystal blue. And he said, all the pain's gone in my eyes. He says, I can't see any better. But he said, the pain's all gone. And the color was all back. And as I, as I prayed with him as we were leaving, God said, he will see again once he fully accepts Christ. Well, Sean was at Bard's Fest. And he was around and a very quiet young man. I was happy to see him. And he's, he was working around the staff at GT, Glad Tidings Church, and they took a lot, really like to him. It's just, Sean is that type of person that they seek so much there to help and to, to reset, so to speak. And so Cheryl, Dave's wife, uh, Pastor Dave's wife, just took a loving to him and asked him to stay. And so Sean was, at the end, was going to take off and go back to Portland, but asked him to stay. So in that conversation... I, and God gave me the same word. I told Sean, I said, Sean, you really need to think about this because God's telling me that this is a place you need to come because you've never experienced family. And this is a place where you're going to learn about family. Well, Sunday morning, I asked Sean on Saturday night if he'd like to get baptized. And he said, yes. And so Sunday morning before the, the sermon, Sean and I and the security team and Cheryl and all were, went out and I baptized Sean, and he accepted Christ and, and, and totally reborn in the Holy Spirit, which was beautiful. And as he finished the bapt- baptismal, um, the security team had brought him new clothes, new shoes. They had brought him food, and they had already arranged to uh, have a room on GT for him to stay. And so now Sean is staying at G- uh, Glad Tidings Church. He's going into one of the programs they have over there. And they've already got him enrolled in that. And I'm going to, I'll see him before I leave. And so um, it was just an amazing moment to really see the love of what is provided when we all come together. So this is what we're about. And that's what I just wanted to remind us. I mean, when we're out here looking at all of these people and these evil people, the strength of Jesus's army comes from those that are most broken that we raise up and heal within the body of Christ. When we see those that are wandering on the streets of Philadelphia that are broken, my heart just says, if I could heal you, you would be the, one of the greatest warriors within the body. But we can heal them. We can because we're given those authorities and we have to believe in that. I'm anxious to see what happens with Sean because I know where he's at now. He's going to get restored. That young man has been living homeless has a job at he has a, has had a job up at University or Portland State, and everybody he works around are devil worshiping Luciferians, and he just continues to plod along and 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 stand on on his strength in Jesus. 
But right now, he's coming back to be refit, retooled, reprepared, rearmored. And he can go back and do whatever he wants. But I believe truly what God has in, mark, has in mind for him, as in so many, is that when we come back to have those moments of pause, to rebuild our armor, to re-strengthen us, to get our grounding reset, we're better prepared to go out and fight that next level of enemy. But, we, but Sean has the experience on the ground. He's a survivor. He's an overcomer. And he just personifies everything that we talk about. So keep your prayers up for Sean. I'm just really, really happy for him and blessed that the Holy Spirit has led him where he has. And just keep your prayers up that all will go well. This is just, it, just, it was such good news and such a wonderful thing to experience. So Patriots, take that to heart. This is a, there's lots of good in the midst of the stupid and the crazy. And there's amazing amount of good going on out here. Jesus is on the rise. The love in Christ is, is elevating. The understanding and the power of that is all around us. The biggest thing we have to stay focused on is staying in the fight. Don't try to run away from this one. This is a fight that's before us that we need to nail, nail it. We are part of the victory that's coming. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, Support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible too many think it is unreal, but that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy 
the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 